brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Oh, yeah. I get around. Still clown with the underground when we come around. Stronger than ever. Back to get wrecked. All respect to those who break their neck to keep pants in check. Cause what they sweat a brother majorly. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me. She tell me that she needs me. Cries when she leaves me. And every time she sees me, she squeeze me. Ladies, take it easy. Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. I don't want it if it's that easy. Hey, yo, bust it. Baby, got a problem saying bye-bye. Just another hazard of a fly guy. Your ass wide don't matter. My pockets got fatter. Now everybody's looking for the ladder. And ain't no need in being greedy. If you want to see me, try to keep a number, baby, when you need me. And I'll be there in a jiffy. Don't be picky, just be happy with this quickie. And when you learn, you can't time it down, baby, dog. Check it out. Happy birthday to the late great one and only Tupac Amari Shakur on what would have been his 50th birthday, which, wow, I don't know what's crazier. The fact that he would have been 50 today had he lived or the fact that he got killed when he was 25. I don't know. But anyway, RIP to him and his beautiful mother as well. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Three Man Weave. Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with... TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, you, you shall. We ask, we implore, we insist upon you by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t-shirt. We've got something for everybody. I talk about them all the time. Hashtag journalism, save tag team wrestling, many, many other cool ass designs. We've got a chair shot logo with a corona. How cool is that? You're religious, Jesus did the job. He certainly did. And many, many other cool designs. I guarantee if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot by going to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot while you're on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you're going to find a t-shirt that you love at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. TheChairShot.com, we're not just a website, we're a movement. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the Commissioner, PC Tunney. Our brother Raymond Cash is out on assignment today, but Tunney, I would ask how you're doing, but I was there last night, so, yeah. Well, I I don't want to, if I, <laughs> yeah, they blew that one. Um, did it, it would just be, be saying the same thing I've been saying, like, for, I don't know, what, almost two seasons now about why they're not as successful as they should be. So why don't you go ahead and, 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 and go ahead. I know you want to talk about this first, so go ahead and lay it down. No, 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 man. We got a lot of shit to cover, man, because there's been a lot of things that have been happening today. We're going to get to that momentarily. But, I mean, today the news has just come just boom, 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 boom. It All seems right. like every other minute. There's well, a new breaking story here in the NBA, so I don't even know where to begin, man. Well, let's get into the two top headlines of the day and something that you have kind of expressed uh, concern about. And LeBron James came out today and talked about, you know, these quick turnarounds, the way it's affected the, the, the final four teams from last year, the way it's affected so many all-stars. Kawhi Leonard sprained ACL is what I'm hearing, right knee, uh, definitely out for game five. And that's going to make eight all-stars, eight different all-star players from this season have missed the playoff game now with Kawhi being out. Uh, if Chris Paul now is in the COVID protocol, but I heard he's vaccinated, so I'm not sure whether or not he can have enough negative tests. The, that West Finals will start Sunday or Monday, depending or Sunday or Tuesday, depending on whether or not it goes to a seventh game. So those are the two big headlines of the day. 
Kawhi Leonard, sprained ACL, questionable for the rest of the series. Out game five, Chris Paul in COVID protocol, wondering if he'll be back in time for a possible Sunday or Tuesday Western Conference game one. I mean, Tony, like you said, I've been saying this week in and week out, man. It doesn't take a brain scientist or a rocket surgeon to figure out what's going on here. These guys, they're human beings. They, I know we say they're dogs and snap, but they're not literal thoroughbreds, man. They're human beings, and they're playing and competing at the highest level of athletics. Yeah, they're going to need some rest. So who would have thought a, a, a two-and-a-half-minute turnaround time was going to lead to a bunch of injuries going into this season? I mean, wow, who could have saw that would come in? I mean, by this point, man, the, the finals are going to be decided by Dr. James Andrews, you know? <laughs> I mean, and, and the messed-up thing is, study. It's only going to continue. It's probably going to get worse because as soon as we get done here with the finals, they got to jar it on out to Tokyo and participate for the Olympics and then come right back and training camp start in September. So it, this is going to continue, man. We've got to find a way to get these guys some rest. I don't know when or how because cash rules everything around us. But, yeah, this was inevitable. And I'll also tell you, before I let you get in here, man, I think that this is going to shorten some people's careers, too. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the the Olympics now and the NBA wanting to crack down on on player management, right? Like, you know, game, you know, worried about how many games people play. Well, would you rather have them miss a road game in Milwaukee or Cleveland or San Antonio or Salt Lake City during the season? Or would you rather have something like this happen in the playoffs? Now, granted, I understand Kawhi missed 20 games this year, and I don't believe he was actually really injured to the extent where if it was a playoff game, he would have missed a game out of those 20. Maybe there were, maybe there weren't. But the load management is a thing, and it became a thing for a reason, right? As these guys get bigger and stronger and faster, you're going to have more injuries. It's a higher-paced game. It's it's more intense. It, there's more There's more athleticism in the game than there has ever been. And you can see it by the lineups, right? And there's more skill from the three-point line. It's really athleticism and three-pointers. So, yeah, you're going to have to have load management. These guys are busting it up and down the court. It is a faster-paced game. Scoring is up. There is constant movement. If you want to get in shape, folks, play basketball two or three times a week. You won't have to do anything else. All you're doing is sprinting back and forth for about an hour. And it's even more difficult to play now than it's ever been because the three-point shot is such an integral part to the game right now. So that's a lot of running and recovering as people are swinging the ball around. So it's just a, yeah, it's just a lot more physical. It's a lot more wear and tear on these guys' bodies. And, you know, typically when it comes to the load management thing, I tend to side with the league on that just because I know how expensive tickets are. So, you know, you, you, you're paying to see somebody and you want to get your money's worth. So I, I get all of that. But at the same point in time, that, that hasn't really been an issue the past couple of seasons because the fans haven't been there. But now you're seeing the effects and these guys are literally wearing down. And man, if, if Utah ends up in the goddamn finals, man, <laughs> we're going to get to that because it is bullshit. We, we are going to get plus, to that. Plus, you, you also have to remember, man, the intensity that went into that bubble ball as well. Like that was the hardest I'd seen and the best highest quality of play I'd seen in quite a while because these guys had nothing else to focus on but basketball. So I'm sure not only was it a physical drain, but it was a mental drain as well. And that quick ass turnaround time, I get why you did it to try to get some back to some semblance of normalcy, but now you see what's happening. And it's a lot of your marquee guys and a lot of the older guys as well. You know, most of these guys have been in the league, you know, that are, coming up lame, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten plus years in the league, which these are the guys that people are familiar with. So good luck with that finals rating if it does end up being a Utah Milwaukee. No offense. Matter of fact, let's just do that. that, that what's going this is what's gonna happen by the end of the goddamn postseason, man. It's going to end up being uh Donovan Mitchell playing one on one versus uh Trey Young. And that's going to decide our NBA championship. Oh, Atlanta. <laughs> well, all right, we're gonna get all we're gonna get to all of that. Uh, I'm going to try and keep you updated on Kawhi and Chris Paul. So make sure you tune in to Cheer Shot Radio Friday morning. I'll have your back. I'll definitely be adding to the NBA conversation that we're having right now here on 3 Man Weave. You can follow this show, by the way, at 3 underscore Man Weave. Three other big news notes today. Two coaches fired and one president of basketball operations. Stan Van Gundy out as New Orleans head coach. Scott Brooks out as Washington head coach. 
Donnie Nelson out as Mavs president of basketball operations. What says you, Christopher Platt? Good for the Wizards. Scotty Brooks should have been out of there a long time ago. In Dallas, we have been hearing rumblings for the past couple of weeks that there was some friction in management, so they had to get somebody. Hell, you, you need to get somebody in there that can put a decent team around Luka, quite frankly, because with all these injuries, they they could have did something this year. And as far as Van Gundy, that was always a strange fit to me anyway down there in New Orleans. I think they need somebody that can figure out how to design an offense around Zion. I didn't see Van Gundy being that guy. Great coach, but he's a little bit old school too. So I don't know how him sitting up there yelling at these young guys, I don't think that went over well. That probably went over about as well as a fart in church. So that's not a surprising news anyway. I, I will throw this out there, this name out there for New Orleans that I think might be interesting. Dan Tony. I don't think he would take it. He, he'd be crazy to I turn heard, down that Portland job that right, he's interviewing I, for. Yeah, I thought that was what's yeah. happening there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd, li- I'd like to see a bunch of guys that have put in some assistant coaching guys or girls that have put in some years as assistant coaching have experience, you know, with basketball prior to that as a player, get a chance. Um, there's a couple assistants uh, in, at San, in San Antonio, Becky Hammond being one of them, uh, guys like Sam Cassell, Chauncey Billups. But like you said, you need to have the right fit. The players need to like the coach from what I heard. Uh, Luca didn't really like what Donnie Nelson was doing, so he's gone. And maybe the Packers could take a playbook, a page out of that playbook, and you know, you know, cater to your fucking money makers and the people that actually get you to where you go every single year. So we'll see where that beautiful mystery of a topic comes along. We'll keep you updated on definitely on Aaron Rodgers. Any other thoughts here on these other three last signings before we take a quick commercial break? I'd love to see Becky Ham. Everybody that you name, Becky Hammond, Sam Cassell. Chauncey Billups, he's been floating. Chauncey's been floating around for a while now. They tried to offer him the GM job in Cleveland, but Gilbert was trying to undercut him, so he didn't take it. I'd like to see all three of those those people get a chance. Uh, the only reason I threw Van Gundy, or excuse me, threw D'Antoni out there for New Orleans is because you need somebody that can figure out a way to design an offense around Zion. I don't know how to do it. D'Antoni is an offensive genius. If anybody can do it, it's him. Granted, he's probably going to run Zion into the ground, so that's probably not the best fit. But, again, he's going to take that Portland job. He'd be crazy. He'd be smoking crack not to take that Portland job. That's perfect for him. Um, Everything else, I think this is just the beginning, frankly. I think we're going to see a lot of heads roll this postseason, especially considering how everything played out. And there's probably about 8 to 10 teams that think, hey, maybe we had some stronger personnel or a better coaching staff. We had a shot at this thing because the king's head got cut off early so I, I i expect to see a lot of changes leading into this uh the end of this postseason as well as into the offseason quick recap folks big big news day Kawhi leonard out with a looks to be a right acl knee sprain uh, gonna miss game five he'll be the eighth all-star to miss a playoff game this season chris paul in covid protocol We'll see if he can make it back out of that by Sunday or Tuesday, depending on the start of the Western Conference Finals. Stan Van Gundy and Scott Brooks out as head coaches in New Orleans and Washington, respectively. Donnie Nelson out as president of basketball operations. We will return shortly, and Christopher Platt will tell you why Kevin Durant is the best player in basketball right now. Yes, Christopher, you ruined my perfect segue into a break. Please tell me you're going to say something important. Probably not, though. Go ahead. That was perfect, and I feel so bad for doing this. But the person I feel most bad about throughout all of this is Paul George. Because when he inevitably goes 6 for 29. Right, and it's not like we were going to get into that too after the break. So great job ruining my segue. All right, folks. Yep, we'll be right back. It's PC Tunney and his best segue ruiner, Christopher Platt, right here, Chair Shot Radio Network. Jeez Louise, motherfucker. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to Three Man Weave right here. ChairShot Radio Network. All your favorite streaming platforms. Tell a friend. Please do that. If you're going to do anything for us, tell a friend to listen if you're listening to us right now. Chris, go into it. Give me the KD stuff. We'll get to Paul George and Kawhi after that. 
That's fine. Like, how did I? How was I supposed to know that segue was going to be that great? I mean, it's not like you oh do that God. shit consistently. Oh, That's if like wanna, Paul George listen, from the field. If the you want to, if you, you want to ruin segues and shit on me, wait till Pot is war at least. You son of a biscuit. That's fair. Okay, good. Touche, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. So, we got to give the devil his due. There was a lot that happened last night. That was an outstanding game, but that Kevin Durant performance. My God, this guy played all 48 minutes, did not take a breather in the entire game. Triple-double, including 49 points. And believe you me, folks, they needed every single last one of them. It's just, I think the magnitude of the game and the fact everything surrounding that it was it was a uh, it was evident early on that James Harden was out there as nothing more than a decoy. I mean, we saw that within the first five minutes of the game, and the Bucks took advantage of that both on offense and defense, at least initially. But that performance by Durant, I said it last week that at the end of this season, the one player that we would be talking about in regards to this season is Kevin Durant, and I think he smells blood in the water. He's coming for that crown. We finally seen some slippage with the King. I don't think the King is ever going to be what he was. Like, LeBron is still LeBron, so he's still going to be top five, top ten. But this KD performance last night, he's come, and they needed it all. Shout out to Jeff Green, too, because he's the only other Mellon Farmer that showed up and played. This was incredible. It was absolutely incredible because they were on the brink. They were two men down, two very important men down, and he put that team on his back and said, you know what? We're not losing tonight. We are not losing. And it's good for Brooklyn, too, because no championship team comes out unscathed. You're going to have to deal with some adversity. That's what turns you into a champion. It's trial by fire. And their backs were up against the wall because if Brooklyn loses this game yesterday, there is no way in Hades they're going to go to Millie Walkay with that rabid-ass crowd that smells blood in the water and pick up that W. So it would have been Rap City. And Durant is staking his claim right now. To be fair to Durant, he feels like he's been the best player in the game for years now. And if you or I were him, Tony, we'd probably feel the exact same way. Which I think that leads to some of his, uh, we'll say, peculiar nature in regards to the media and reporters. Because he thought he was going to go to Golden State and he was going to be able to eclipse LeBron by taking that team to championships after championship. And they said, well, no, you you were a front runner. You joined the team. So I'd be a little pissed off about that as well. But just right now, right now, as it stands. Now, granted, everybody else that's good is hurt. <laughs> that can't be understated. Everybody else that's good or has a stake in that is, is hobbled. But Kevin John Durant, and I don't even know what his middle name is. I just gave him one. Ain't that right, Percival Charles? Whatever, dude. He's got to be he's got to be the best player in the game right now. Yeah, scoring wise, he's the best scorer in the game, no doubt. Uh I you it's it's he's he's the he's the most valuable player in the playoffs right now, I can tell you that. And I've been telling Ray, who who we do miss dearly here, uh, that he is the most important piece for the for the Brooklyn Nets to win a championship, regardless of whether one or all three of the big three there are hurt. He's a guy who brings a dynamic that no one else can. Taking it at you from the Buck side, why is Giannis not guarding him after he's made his fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth field goal in a row, right? It's like, instead they took the approach like, oh, well, he possibly can't make nine in a row. Well, no, he can't make ten in a row. Like, why why should we double him? There's no way he can make 11 shots in a row. P.J. Tucker has done a really good job to this point to be physical, but when it shit comes down and it's getting close and it's, you know, you played 30 minutes of great basketball and then all of a sudden, why wasn't Giannis on, on him to close out the game, right? Why wasn't a lineup in there with with Holiday, Connaughton, Middleton, Giannis, and Brooke Lopez consistently attacking James Harden? Because James Harden can't guard any one of those five guys. Not a single one of them. The four that I first mentioned can all get to the hoop on James Harden because he can't move, and all you got to do is allow it to Brooke Lopez if he's guarded by James Harden, right? They should have consistently attacked Harden on defense, who played 45 fucking minutes, so you had a time almost every single time down to attack him. You couldn't hold a double-digit lead in the second half, and you weren't smart enough to double the guy who 
the basket was a damn ocean for last night. Like, that hoop must have looked so damn big to him. It's like throwing the ball into the ocean. Oh, that's the type of game to get you fired. You know, if I was the bus, I don't even know if Budenhauser would have been on the plane back with us. Like, here's some cab fare. Figure that shit out. You know what I mean? You had to fly coach back by G. Like, I I don't know how this is going to work. Pun intended, by the way. Yeah, that's the type of game to get you fired. Bucks. Bucks lose this. The, Bucks lose this series. Is he fired? He should have been fired last night. So yes, you got damn right. I hope so. Now, now to be fair though, well not to be fair, but some of this got to go on to Giannis as well. I'm I'm starting to kind of question his. I don't want to say I'm questioning his basketball IQ. I think the issue is when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, and it's nut cutting time, he doesn't have a go to. He doesn't have a signature move. He doesn't have that one move where you say, okay, my team needs a bucket right now. This is exactly what I'm going to do. He doesn't have Kareem's, you know, Kareem had the sky hook. Jordan had the fadeaway. Kobe had the elbow jumper. Hell, even James Harden, he's got the dribble, 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 step back three. LeBron James, uh, he's just going to put his head down and go full steam locomotive to the basket. Giannis doesn't have that move, and I think that's something that he needs to work on on the offseason. He's got to develop that move when, okay, we need a bucket right now. This is exactly what I'm going to do. I've been practicing this shit for thousands upon thousands of hours. I know it's going to work. This is what I've got to do. I think he needs that. But I think last night was less about that and more about, boy, we can't get we can't get our team coached to a win being up double digits when you know exactly what they're going to do every single time down. Like... Let Jeff Green see if he can go 12 for 13 instead of 7 for 8. Instead of letting Kevin Durant come down and and single coverage, and not even single coverage by Giannis, right? I think it was just horrible coaching last night. Yeah, but y'all got a little bit bit of limit booty too, man. Y'all started to get tight there at the end as well and and take some bad shots. And I think that's alleviated if your best player Well, my point is let's not get... Let's not get to that point if we know to coach a little bit better. When Kevin Durant starts going off, then you start double-teaming him. That's fair, too. I mean, two things can be right simultaneously, but I think that this offseason, Giannis needs to work on developing a patented move. Well, no one's, yeah, no one's going to argue with you there. Yeah, but that being said, man, it's not Chicken Little yet. The sky is not falling. I'd be damn surprised if this doesn't go back to Brooklyn. You already see James Harden is about as useful as as an eyeball on your asshole. We don't know what's going on with Kyrie. All in all, y'all are still in pretty good shape. Yeah, I definitely realize the fact that coming home is a very good opportunity to win a basketball game. I would, you know, I said it before, I'm going to either owe you a t-shirt or hopefully get a new head coach. So I'm really not sure which one I want more. (laughs) But I think we're looking at a game seven, and that that would be Saturday afternoon, I believe. So, I, yeah, I think you're right, but I just want to continue to give KD his props because they needed everything he had last night, and he showed you things that you you didn't know he had. You didn't know he could be that facilitator. He ended up with what twelve, thirteen assists. Obviously, he could rebound. He's seven feet tall, and he's a low key underrated rim protector as well. But just the game he played. I'm racking my brain. Maybe there was a, a game when he was out there in Golden State that was better than this. But just all things considered, man, just all the background noise and the context of what was happening here because their season was on the line with this game. Make what? no doubt about it. Their season was definitely on the line because there was no way in hell they were going to walk into Millie Walk A down 3-2 and come out with a win That's in that game. I guess the best way to look at this series now, though, then is can Kevin Durant do what he just did one more time in either game six or seven. Otherwise, without Kyrie, Kyrie ain't coming back, and Harden don't look like he's going to be in any great shape regardless of when this series finishes. Can the rest of that team step up? So we'll have to see. Game six should be excellent tomorrow. Let's transition into tonight's games, and I know you want to talk about the Kawhi-less Clippers. Now, the fact that they had already started to incorporate Paul George a little bit into the point guard is going to be – very, you know, very telling to see how that goes tonight without Kawhi on the floor. Are you telling me they're going to put PG at PG? Well, that, that's, that's, yeah, you're, you're a funny guy. 
I, I have my moments, but I'm not signed about that. I'm signed because, God damn it, Utah is really going to make the finals. No, I don't want to live in that world. This team is fucking trash. They're fucking trash. I don't know why y'all love Gobert so much. We're going to get back to Gobert in our final topic. He aight. Like, he's a good NBA player, but he's not, you know, Rudy Gobert. No, 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 no. This team is garbage, man. I disagree. Why are they this? Why? Well, of course you do. Why are they this close to an NBA why is everybody bro. so surprised that the last four teams likely are going to be the teams that were one and two on each? They were that the Jazz and the Suns were the best two teams in the West all year, and the Nets and the Sixers were the best two teams. Now I'm not saying uh, it probably less likely to see one and two on the East side than in the West, but in all likelihood, it, it's more likely than not it will be those top four seeds. Why is everybody so surprised? What's so? What are you so bored the about? Jazz suck. They have excellent the three-point shooting. They have good guard play. They have the best defensive center in the game and one of the best rebounders. What do you want? They suck. And the only reason they're good, the <sighs> only time the Jazz are ever good and in this position is when the league fell off. Like back in the late 90s when they made those two finals. The league had fallen off. It was diluted because of expansion. I think Everybody you're got old or delusional right now. <laughs> they play good basketball. They suck. They can make threes. They play Dude. defense. Good guard play. The best center guard, defensive and rebounding center in the league. Denver, Portland, and Utah. Their records are always going to be skewed because each one of those teams has a tremendous home court advantage. So their records are always going to be skewed. So they're not as good as their record dictates you to be. And then the path is just lining up perfect for these motherfuckers. Like follow the yellow goddamn brick road. The, what You don't see what's happening out there out west. Motherfuckers is just falling off by the waysides, getting hurt. Yeah, I see, what, hurt, I see, I see what happens. I see what happens. LeBron and Kawhi getting old, and they're getting hurt. And so they're not the ones that the gatekeepers to the west. So you got these other teams that play really good brands of basketball, win a lot of fucking games. Hey, people, including Christopher Platt, the Jazz are the best team in the west, and the Suns are the second best team, and they're likely going to play each other for a chance to go to the finals. Jesus, you love the movie Hoosiers too, don't you? Hickory, 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 Hickory. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. I just know the line. <laughs> I just don't want to see a world where the Utah Jazz make the NBA Finals, man. Well, and I don't think I'm alone in that sentiment. Well, if Chris Paul can get out of COVID protocol, it's likely that we will see the Jazz and the Suns, and hopefully the Suns can give you what you want and Ray and make the, the finals there. It's going to be interesting. Do you think that the Clippers have a chance if Kawhi doesn't play another game in this series? Because I don't see the Clippers winning in Utah tonight without Kawhi, regardless of what Mike Conley can do on the court. Mike Conley on that team, healthy back, full speed, watch out. Watch out Phoenix Suns. Mike Conley hasn't been full speed in like six years, and that's no disrespect to Mike Conley. I love him as a player, but no, they have no shot. They have no chance in hell to quote Mr. McMahon of winning this series without Kawhi. Their best bet is that he gets a little bit of rest. They shoot him up before game. What is it? What it would be game six, and he says, "Okay, I can go out there and give you something." That's their best bet. And as far as Chris Paul goes, make that Melifarma play with a mask on. Shit, ain't that the reason we got mask? Let right, him play I, with a mask. Okay, now now I'm going to have to cut you off. The, the The opinions of Christopher Platt are not necessarily those of Chairshot Radio Network. Yo, man, whatever we got to do to make sure Utah's not in the final, why don't you finagle some stuff where Phoenix can borrow LeBron for a series or something like that? Or And that is the verbal cue to there. start talking about the 76ers and the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Is it just me, or does Joel Embiid have the most benign meniscus tear ever? Like, I get that he kind of wears down at the end of the game, but he's looked pretty good so far. Oh, yeah, he's been a dog. Yeah. He's just, you know, conditioning is always going to be his problem. Obviously, you know, his knees are made out of paper mache, but he got to drop about 20, 30 pounds, eat a few more chicken breasts, a few more uh, salmon fillets. He's got to get his conditioning together, because I think that's going to help him with his injuries as well. This series, though, man, I don't I don't know what the hell's happening here, man. I said the same thing last week, and I don't have any answers this week either. Well, I think the thing to look at, and it's hard to come out here and not give something one way or the other, but if Embiid's ability on the court continues to deteriorate, he was over 12 in the second half of the game the other night in game four. 
you're right. You, you see it at the end, he had a chance to get up and get to the hoop, and he just couldn't inflict the ball past the rim. <sighs> Trey Young, man, that that Atlanta team and great coaching, could, could they be on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals? Like you said, I don't know how to pick this one, right? Can Atlanta win a game, another game in Philadelphia? That's the question because you figure they're going to come home and win game six. So tonight could be the one that they steal. I, I don't know. I, I'd still have to put my money on Philly if I had to make a bet one way or the other. Same here, just because we watched them all year. But, yeah, I really don't know, man. And it's not like Embiid is going to get into the rejuvenation machine. You know what I mean? Between now and the end of the season. So he's only going to continue to wear down, you know, conditioning-wise and and, and injuries and, and whatnot. But I don't know, man. Every time I want to count this Atlanta team out, they 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 come out of nowhere and surprise me and, and win a game. Like, these, they are the Mike Myers of this season, man. You can't kill these motherfuckers with a silver bullet. And Philly refuses to cut their heads off on the Highlander side of the game. They keep letting them, in, keep, keep letting them stay in the game, which that's dangerous. That's some young team shit right there. You should know better, especially with a, a pedigree coach like Doc. But I don't know what's going to happen. Oh, the only thing I can tell you for sure is I believe this goes seven. And that seventh game, whoo, boy. Well, we'll have to keep you up to date on what's happening. You know you got game five tonight, Hawks, Sixers, and then game five as well, Clippers, Jazz. Game six in Milwaukee tomorrow night, Bucks and Nets. The Suns with their Hall of Fame to be point guard in COVID protocol await the winner of the Jazz and Clippers series. Folks, we're going to take one more break. We're going to come back, let you know who made the all-NBA teams, and maybe I will sneak a little golf in underneath Christopher Platt's nose. We'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thecheshire.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thecheshire.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. couldn't have an almost NBA entirely centric episode and not get some John Tesh in. That would have been, that would have been recalculous. That would have been ridiculous. That would have been redonkulous. It would have been a travesty, a sham, and a mockery. Yep. Oh, there it is again. That would have been a tra- hey. that would have been a travesty mockery. See? Now, now we're one for one with fuck ups in this episode. So here we go. <laughs> fresh start, clean slate. We better, we might as well call ourselves the Febreze brothers. It's so fresh in here. Go oh ahead. boy, so fresh and so clean, clean. All right. <laughs> Ain't nobody dope as me. All right, third team. We're going to go through the all-NBA teams here. I'm going to run it down. And Christopher Platt, I'd like you to give your comments as we move up the list here. Your buddy Rudy Gobert makes the all-third team, along with Jimmy Butler and Paul George. Well, let the people at least hear what I'm saying, okay? Rudy Gobert, Jimmy Butler, and Paul George, along with Kyrie Irving and Bradley Beal. Kyrie Irving play enough games to make this list for you? Somebody from that team had to make it, and he played more than the other two. Okay, well, fair enough. All right, second team, Chris Paul, Dame Lillard, Joel Embiid, second in MVP voting, ends up on the second team because he plays the same position as the guy who won the MVP. Makes sense. Julius Randle, that's pretty big for him, being second team All-NBA this year, and LeBron James. I get why they put LeBron on there, because it's LeBron. But at the same point in time, I don't think he played enough games, and I think his inclusion kind of uh, there were some other guys that were more deserving that could have been on there, but because you had to stick LeBron somewhere, some of those guys kind of got the shaft. And then your first... I don't think he deserved to be on here this year. No, yeah. I don't. Okay. I don't think he should have been. All no. right. Well, no, that's I have enough. the same question with Kyrie Irving there as well. Um, yeah, but they're the, they're the second seed. The Lakers were the seventh seed. I stop yelling at me. I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> All right, the first team, the MVP, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard. I have no problem with that. I don't know if 
yeah, I guess Kawhi would be on that list, right? I, do you have a problem with anybody on that first team? I do. I would have bumped Kawhi down to second, maybe third. Same thing, man. He's a he's a part timer. Who would you put I, on I the first he, team then? As much as I hate to say it, probably Donovan Mitchell. I, I would have had Donovan on this list above Rudy Gobert. He's the best player on the best team in the West. If you're not going to put him on first, he at least – well, number one, he at least deserved to be on the goddamn squad. But if you're not going to put him on first, he's got to be no lower than second. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Well, I don't think Kawhi played enough. Right. I think, uh, yeah. But at, the, go ahead. I, but at the guard position, do you put him ahead of Curry, Doncic, Chris Paul, or Dame Lillard? <sighs> That's where it gets tough. CP, yes – Baby Dame, I would say yes, because again, his team by record wise, best team. So maybe in the you Western ag- Conference. So maybe you agree with me, the guard that would come off of this list in place for Donovan Mitchell would be Kyrie Irving. No. You yeah, they're the second best team in the East, man. So what, Somebody okay, from I'm, I'm, okay, okay. It. I'm just asking you, what yeah. guard what guard do you take off this list? Do you take Curry, Doncic, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Kyrie Irving, or Bradley Beal? He replaces a guard. He can't replace a forward or a center. That's stupid too, by the way. <laughs> it is. It's stupid. How, how is Joel Embiid? Why can't you answer the, the question? Why can't you answer the question? Who, you want Donovan Mitchell, one of the six guards that make the All NBA teams, of one of the first three. Which one of the six guards do you take off then? Technically, LeBron's a guard too. You know. Oh my God! This Paul, is like Joe, Paul, Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor. The, the witness is getting hostile. Gun to my head, it would. <sighs> It would have to be Baby Dave. If if you're forcing me to answer your question, even though your question's bullshit. I'm just asking you to provide the answer given, considering you want Donovan Mitchell, and using the parameters that exist in reality. No, shut up. It's got to be Baby <laughs> Dave, as much as it hates me to say that, because he's okay. one of my favorite players to watch in the league. Anybody else that should be on this list that's not for you? Tatum. But who are you going to bump off for Tatum? He had a tremendous year, but who are you going to take off? Paul, jo- um, Paul Devin, George. Devin well, I would somewhere? take Paul George off of there for 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 him. That's fair. Uh, was Devin on here? I didn't. I don't recall you saying Devin Booker's name either. Yeah, there's another guy who didn't make the list. Chris Paul did. Yeah. But then that's a guard again. So, <laughs> so then we just swap out Devin for Chris. No disrespect to Chris. Okay. And there, and all's right with the world. But yeah, you can make a case for Tatum. But again, who would you bump off? And Donovan's got to be on there somewhere, man. I would He's pull, got to. Like, yeah. that doesn't even make I would take off Kyrie Irving and Paul George, and I would put Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum on the list. That's what I would do. You know what's crazy to me, and I didn't realize this, man, how incentive-based this all-NBA oh, thing is. Oh, big time. Like, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, these guys missed out on a lot of bread by not making that team. And it's like, on one hand, I feel bad for them, but at the same part, at the same point in time, man, Y'all collective bargained that shit, so it's your own goddamn fault. That's a true story as well. True story as well. Uh, What else we got here? That's it, man. I got a couple of separate topics we can run into. We got a little time today. What are your thoughts? This isn't what even I don't even have written down. What are your thoughts on the, the crackdown on the pitchers in baseball uh, manipulating the ball with, with whatever, tacky stick or spit or suntan lotion or scuffing the ball what are your thoughts on it man that shit been going on since there's been baseball you're not gonna stop it i you like it's lip service to people because people get so up in arms when they think people are cheating like oh my god everybody cheats everybody lies on job applications everybody cheats on their taxes you don't think these players are cheating i mean these are billion dollar industries man and the margin between winning and losing is so narrow Whatever you can do to get yourself a competitive advantage, that's exactly what the fuck you're going to do. They're not going to be able to stop these pitchers from doing whatever they do. They've been doing it forever. Hell, Phil Negro, he's a goddamn Hall of Fame pitcher. And and he he used to, like in the late 80s, early 90s, he would go on the circuit laughing about his spitballs and what he did with the balls and this and that. And everybody in the booth would just be laughing at him. I know his name is Negro, but I like Phil Negro better. But, I mean, you're not going to stop this. Cheating is... 
tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme, man. You're not going to be able to stop this. If the players aren't juiced, the pitches are. Like, this just what it is in sports, especially professional sports. Well, as someone who is a pitcher, a large majority of, of my hardball career and, and had some non-D1 offers coming out of high school, I never, ever did anything like that. That's fair, but imagine you like 10, 12 years into the your career, you're making $5, $10 million a year just by attrition and just wear and tear because the arm's not meant to do that. You start to lose a couple of miles per hour or a couple of miles of velocity off your fastball or maybe your breaking ball doesn't break like it used to. You're telling me you're going to throw 5 or $10 million away per year when you can keep playing this game for another five, six years? Just because of your integrity? Well, I can tell you that it's going to be a 10-game suspension now, and it's going to be checked more thoroughly. And I would imagine the suspension or fine would go up for multiple-time offenders. And I can tell you that I consider it cheating, and I never did it. You know how the crooks are always a step ahead of the cops? <laughs> what are they going to do now? What are they going to use now? Gonna, they'll figure they'll figure uh, something out. They always funny. do. It's and funny. Fuck this guy, cheating shit, man. Well, A-Rod, you know, well, just, just I, go ahead. I thought Garrett Cole was the best at just keeping his mouth shut and be. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to look stupid by not answering this question right now, but but I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Tyler Glass now comes out here and goes, "I got injured because I couldn't cheat anymore." Well, that's the stupidest motherfucking thing you can do, right? Like, I get it. You're all cheating and everything, or most of you, but I don't think you got injured because you were cheating and you couldn't cheat anymore. I think you got injured because you throw the ball 100 miles an hour, and like Christopher Platt said, folks, whether you realize it or not, the tendons behind your arm up above your elbow literally cross and flux back over forth each other when you throw a ball that hard. I know. I remember the pain after getting done and throwing over 100 pitches in six, seven innings. I remember the only thing that makes that go away is get your ass outside and start running because the blood that gets stuck in your elbow and makes it pop up and you want to just cut your arm off, it is a pain you do not like. But you love doing that. You love being in so much control on the mound. The game starts when I want it to start, right? Like, you're all waiting on me. This is my show when you're the pitcher. But I never cheated like that. And steroids. Steroids would help. Definitely never took those. (laughs) They would. They would help. (laughs) I'm just saying, man, like, everybody get on this high horse, man. Like, A-Rod, okay, yeah, he took steroids. But this Mel Farmer also made a half a billion dollars playing baseball. Like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? And everybody cheats. Your politicians cheat. Your boss cheats. Everybody cheats. But all of a sudden, everybody wants to get on their high horse when it comes to these athletes, when they're not cheating nobody but themselves, because, you know, it, you know, no telling how that's going to affect them in the long term. But if you have an opportunity to make that kind of money, you're going to do what you need to do to hang on, man. It is what it is. They'll find a way. They always do. They'll find a way. And I'm not mad at them. Give the Astros their World Series back. They never took it away from them. Oh. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be right back after this very brief break. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I would be remiss, the big golfing uh, golfer that I am and golf fan that I am. And and, and Platt, I think, Platt doesn't mind checking out the majors now considering he got got to get in on something that was really excellent to watch at the PGA Championship. So it'd be nice. Uh, gumming up, we have the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines in San Diego this weekend. It'd be nice, regardless of the name, if we just have something fun and competitive down the stretch to watch. I think that's what people, even non-golf fans, can get into. The drama of every single shot needing to be picture-perfect, especially on these courses that are so difficult in the majors. Before we talk about that, and I get your thoughts on what you're looking forward to this weekend, there's a show called America's Caddy with Michael Collins, who I'm a big fan of. He's a former PGA caddy. He does this show for ESPN on ESPN+. Plus. He's a great follow on Twitter. Follow him at ESPN Caddy. It's a great show. He does one for all of the majors and some of the major tournaments. They should all be on there, ESPN+. Plus. Go back and watch them. It's a different look at golf in a fun way, uh, checking out if there's good food around the course. I believe he went and played nine holes with Macklemore on this last edition of, of America's Caddy. So it's a little bit of, of pop culture meets golf. So check it out. Shout out to Michael Collins. 
if you ever got time, brother, I would I would love to talk to you on the air. Chris Platt, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. We all want to see them paired together. We didn't get it for Thursday or Friday. Maybe we'll get it on the weekend. I'm guessing you're going to tune in late Sunday afternoon to see if it's close at the least. Speaking of steroids, the PGA Tour, huh? <laughs> there are no steroids well, on well, the PGA I, Tour. Why you think Tiger's body started breaking down? Well, that matches y'all can hide. Y'all, y'all, y'all can hide your heads in the sand as long as you want to, man. But everybody's cheating. You ain't trying if you ain't cheating. And and by the way, breaking news: there's no Santa Claus either. Well, now that yeah. you're done ruining thing, little kids' lives, tell us if you're looking what you're looking forward to this weekend. I would love that too, so man. If it comes down to it, and if it's close, I will be tuning in on Sunday, man. Yeah. So I would love to see that. And y'all love this Ranch and Bow guy, man. I, he's what golf needs, though. He's got personality. You know, everybody's everybody's just so uptight on the PGA Tour. You need somebody that's got a little 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 game about themselves, man. A little gamesmanship about them. Jamesmanship about themselves. Easy for me to say, right? You think they would have learned from Happy Gilmore, but no. Or even John Daly. But no. Another thing to look at from the U.S. side is we're looking at the Ryder Cup this year, which was delayed a year from COVID. Steve Stricker, the captain, does he dare pair DeChambeau and Kepka together playing in a match against the Europeans as teammates? I know that you got damn right. DeChambeau already come out and said, listen, you know, we may not like each other and that's fine and it's good for golf. But when we get to be playing for United States as a team, he says, that's a completely different thing. There's nothing going to be happening there. I, and I think those guys are professional enough to, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah, he's saying the right thing. They're professional enough to make sure, like, nobody's going to be sandbagging for America. But he's just saying that shit because it sound good. It's like saying nobody cheats. It sound good. All right. Well, John Rahm is the favorite this weekend. The guy who got bit by the pro, the, the COVID protocol a couple weekends ago and, and was, had a six-shot lead after his third round and got pulled from the tournament because he tested positive for COVID. He is your favorite this weekend. He's been playing excellent. Does he come back with a vengeance? Can Phil complete the Grand Slam by winning the only major he's never won, the U.S. Open? I think he's going to record eight second places at the U.S. Open. We got guys like Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas playing great golf, Dustin Johnson. All the big names are there. DeChambeau, Kepka as well. Chris, you got a pick for the people this weekend? I'm going to go Dustin Johnson. All right. I have no rhyme or reason for it. I'm just going to go there. What about yourself? He's a great driver of the golf ball, and you're going to have to put the ball in the fairway because the rough is super long. It's not a bad pick. Former U.S. Open champion, I believe, 2016. I'm going to go with John Rahm. He's been playing the best lately. And then all those people who bought a Callaway driver, what a brilliant promotion, Callaway. This was the last day. <laughs> if you buy the Callaway driver and you pick a Callaway Golf Pro in the U.S. Open and they win the U.S. Open, you get the driver for free. So I hope all those people pick John Rahm, get a free driver, and John Rahm wins it for them. But like we both said, we just want to see it come down to the last couple holes on Sunday. That's hilarious because I remember about, what, 10, 12 years ago where Tiger had all y'all throwing your drivers away. And now things have come full circle. <laughs> yeah, Tiger, Tiger's known for that Stinger 3-wood. So hopefully uh, you've seen Tiger out and about walking around. Hopefully he's doing a little bit better. First time we've seen him in public, he had the sleeve on his leg. Boy, I doubt he ever plays golf again. But, uh, you know, hopefully he can actually get back to just walking around normal. Last thoughts. Sunday's the news today. NBA playoffs tonight. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Our regular time every Wednesday night on Chair Shot Radio Network. Chris, take us home. Hey, man, it's a fun time to be a sports fan. There's a lot going on. The NBA playoffs are heating up. They're as unpredictable as I can ever remember them being. We've got majors in golf this weekend. The NHL playoffs, obviously, we didn't touch on that, but that's happening as tune well. Yeah, tune, Baseball's keep, pretty good right now. Keep tuned in Monday mornings. Uh, Dave Ungar and Patrick O'Dowd have you covered for the NHL playoffs. Thank you for that, Sonny. Please, yeah, go check out that show. Baseball's doing pretty well right now, and hell, we're about, what, a month and a half away from the Olympics. Um, have you checked out any of the trials? I was watching a little bit of swimming yesterday, the, the Olympic swimming trials. No, there's too much other stuff on right now. When the Olympics come yeah. on, I'll I'll check it out, definitely. I, I've grown to like the Winter Olympics as much as the Summer Olympics, but definitely always look forward to the Summer Olympics. I think the the... The USA basketball team always adds the cherry on the top there for me. 
Yeah, and shit, if things keep going the way they are, they're going to be asking you and I to suit up for the squad, man. So start stretching. I'm Seriously, ready. folks, I'm ready. you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out here at The Chair Shot, and we've literally got something for you here day in and day out at The Chair Shot, make sure y'all support the movement by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash The Chair Shot and picking up an official Chair Shot t-shirt. You will find something you like. I guarantee it. But more importantly than that, you would be supporting the movement and your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude because you are smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Whatever sports you're into this weekend. Hell, I was watching some European League soccer this weekend. I oh, saw Euro this Cup. brother hit a header yeah. off a quarter kick. That shit was amazing. It was beautiful. I let think me- it was Sweden, too. I think it was Sweden. he was playing for Sweden. You know me, what I'm talking about? Yes. Let me let me plug out here, and then you then you don't even have to kick it to me. Um, check out Radio Techers. Mags, Tanner, and Matt do a great job there covering all you're going to need for Euro Cup. You can find all that stuff at Mags, um, at DEJ Kirkby uh, on the Twitter there. So shout out to them. Euro Cup, definitely uh, one of the biggest soccer tournaments in the world every few years. You can find me at PC Tony on Facebook and on the Twitter. Please continue to listen to everything Chair Shot Radio Network on your favorite streaming platforms. You can find me on Facebook at Christopher Platt. I'm not going to answer shit because I haven't been on Facebook since I stopped getting paid to be on Facebook and post. But I am on Twitter at the Real C Platt if you want to holler at me for a spell. But again, more importantly than that, make sure y'all check out all the cool things we got going on on ChairShot.com. We are the shit. And we've got, it's about to get greater later, man. We've got some things down the pipe. We're not going to talk about them. Shh. We're going to keep it silent as the D and Django. But we got some shit work. We're working on some shit, man. We got some shit down the pipe for you melon farmers, man. So just stay tuned. But in the meantime, make sure you support all the great shows, all of our great writers and articles, and everything that we've got going on here at the Chair Shop, man. Everything is fucking phenomenal. And we appreciate you for supporting everything we do. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. For the Commissioner PC, Tunney, Ray Cash, we'll see you next time, brother. I am Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. We'll see you back here next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. If man is the father, the son is the center of the earth In the middle of the universe Then why is this verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens What does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? Human (laughs) beings screaming vocal javelins Sign of a local nigga unraveling My wandering got my ass wondering With crisis and all this crisis Hating Satan never knew what nice is Check the papers, well I bet on ISIS More than your eye can see and ears can hear Year by year all the sense disappears Nonsense perseveres, prayers links with fear Beware, two triple O's It might feel good, it might sound a little something But damn the game, if it don't mean nothing What is game, who got game, where's the game in life Behind the game, behind the game I got game, she got game, we got game They got game, he got game It might feel good, it might sound a little something But fuck the game, if it ain't saying nothing Damn, was it something I said? You don't see, so you turn your head. Race scared of his shadow, does it matter? The chairshot.com. Always use your head.